I'm also, I mean, a player that we haven't really chatted about, but I'm interested to see the the, the tournament that he has is Joao Felix because he won the title with Atleti, but we all know kind of uh, this underlining tension between him and Diego Simeone and the fact that Joao Felix was not a starter for Diego Simeone this season. Consistently, that is. He really was, especially in the tail end of the season, overshadowed by the likes of uh, Angel Correa, like you mentioned, Marcos Llorente producing and and, and pulling better numbers than he did also. So it'll be interesting to see um, how he does with the Portuguese national team in an attempt to not only raise his profile, because there is a lot of talk about, you know, his price tag being super overinflated and, and that he wasn't worth the money and that he isn't the player that everyone thought he was. So I think he's got a lot to prove. Uh, and I think he knows that he has a lot to prove. And so I think there's potential for him to have a great tournament as well. Definitely. But as you said, I mean, I, Nani is unlucky to miss out, but I, I'm glad that he's doing well at Orlando with probably the biggest like Portuguese Brazilian contingent in MLS. You know, you have love it. You love to yeah. see it. I mean, I love to see it. I love to see it. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I love it as well. But as somebody who's covered, done a great job of covering La Liga this season, do you think that Joao Felix could be on his way out of Atletico this summer? I hope so. As someone who is Portuguese, uh, as someone who has watched him under Diego Simeone, I want him to leave because I do think that there's a lot of potential there that is just not being used to the fullest extent under Diego Simeone and in Diego Simeone's system, especially with the arrival of Luis Suarez. It made Luis Suarez the priority over João Felix in terms of the way that they played in order to get the best out of Luis Suarez. So I, I just don't, I don't think that this is working out. Um, and so, yeah, I do hope that he leaves with that said to where, with what money, because obviously Atletico Madrid paid an astronomical price for him, uh, especially at the age that he arrived and having not really played all that much top-level football. And so it's difficult to imagine a situation where they'll get all of their money back, especially after the season that he's just had. There's some crazy rumors, Zach, like a, a swap between Joao Felix and Antoine Griezmann, what? Griezmann going back the other way and Joao Felix going to Barcelona. I mean, there's like crazy stuff out there. Um, but I'd love for him to leave. But again, you're asking me where? I have no idea who's going to pay the price that it's lefty will want for him. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of like owning a convertible in Seattle. Exactly. Like, it's that is exactly rainy. what it is. Or in Alaska. Or it's like having like a Range Rover and like getting the seats lifted up and, you know, doing all this and, and only to have like the tiniest parking spaces available in like a New York or a Los Angeles. And it's like impossible to park. Like it's nice to have it, but like, what are you, what are you really going to use with it? Like it's such a bad fit, honestly. I mean, there have been times over the past two years where I thought that Felix this was going to be, you know, he was going to build on this game. He was going to build on this goal. But right. It just hasn't worked out, I got to say. I mean, looking back at that summer with just some absolutely outlandish spending from Spanish clubs uh, in the form of Antoine Griezmann, Jovic, Eden Hazard, Joao Felix. Griezmann to a degree, yes, but not many of those others have really justified that price tag. And I don't know, I feel like... Felix would be better off leaving Atletico, who has the assets to pry him away from Atletico after they paid 126 million euros for him. You know, I'm not sure. 
but it really right. is. And like, then the question, yeah. sorry to interrupt, but right. I'd love to know your, your response. It's like, let's take money out of the equation. Where would you like to see him? Yeah. Under what manager and what system? I'm not even sure. I would love to see him out of Manchester City personally, because I feel I like, knew you were going to say that. Yeah, attacking-minded. <laughs> but like, right. what other, first off, what other team has the assets to bring him in? Second of all, City, I just think that would be such a perfect fit, because we've seen how good they can be with a false nine. You know, maybe they decide to go for an out-and-out striker this summer and try to get uh, an Erling Holland or Harry Kane with, that'll obviously take a ton of money as well. but. We've seen just how effective they can be with a false nine. And I don't know. I think that Joao Felix would just fit that perfectly. Does he start for them right now? Maybe not. But, you know, the ability to play on either wing, the ability to just, you know, drop into uh, empty space and, and link up with teammates, I just think he would be so good under Guardiola because despite the fact that he hasn't had a great season, let's not forget, this is a very rare, special talent that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. About. So I yeah. think he'd be fantastic at City. I, I would love to see him at City. I think that would be a better fit than any other club that could afford him. Well, let's see if uh, Pep agrees and what moves he wants to make this uh, summer. Absolutely. So moving on to our final section, though, the talent of the week section where we discuss a promising young Portuguese player or a promising player in Portugal. Obviously, we've had we've discussed a ton of players so far in the inaugural season of Cortalinhas. I am going to go with Almushrati, who has had a massive season at Braga. Braga getting him in on a free transfer from Vitoria de Guimarães. Uh, Vitoria had brought him in from Libya, went at, at a young age, and but he didn't really get that much in the way of playing time. He did get some minutes under now Famali co-manager Ivo Vieira, but an injury kept him out after he got some starts. And so he ended up going to Hio Av in the January window and, and playing under Carlos Carvalhal um, from January 2020 to the end of the season, helping Hugh Av get Europa League football uh, on the final day of the season, beating out Famalico. I, I'm not sure if he was more important than the likes of Meri Taremi and Nuno Santos in that, but he was very important. And it's crazy how in just the span of a few months, you know, less than a year, Hugh have gone from getting Europa League football on the final day of the season nearly beating Milan on one of the craziest penalty shootouts I've ever seen in my entire life uh, to get into the Europa League group stage and now playing for their lives uh, today, playing for a chance to stay up in the top flight against Aruca. So just pretty crazy to see what Hiwab have gone through over the past few months. Um, but I do think that missing Amushati has definitely played a part in that because he's such a joy to watch. And really one of the biggest revelations of this Liga Noche campaign, I think that a lot of people had sort of forgotten about him, including my, me myself, when he was sort of benched a few games uh, during Ramadan when he was fasting and Ramadan's over. And he, he was starting uh, alongside Andre Castro for Braga in the Taça de Portugal final. 
And for me, it was the best player on the pitch. Uh, just picking out passes, cutting through Benfica's defense like a knife through butter. It's just so graceful. Such a complete midfielder capable of breaking up attacks, uh, capable of dancing around uh, players and, and dribbling out of pressure and uh, picking out players in advanced positions. For me, the best player on the pitch in the Tassa final. And I, I know that there are some rumors linking him to other clubs. I think that Benfica have been mentioned as a potential suitor. Braga reportedly holding out for 25 million euros, which would be a profit of 25 million euros. Uh, <laughs> so, and, you know, that's that's one move that Benfica really had to make, you know, that I think that Benfica will be kicking themselves for not getting him because he's kind of the perfect player in midfield uh, for them, in my opinion. I think he would be a fantastic option alongside Julian Weigel in the center of the pitch. And, you know, Braga, credit to them for bringing him in on a... I believe it was a five-year contract and, and getting him for literally nothing at all. Just a phenomenal transfer. What have you thought of Amushrati this season? Yeah, I think I think um, Benfica will be kicking themselves for a lot of decisions that they missed out on um, or perhaps didn't bite the bullet on making. We spoke about Cavani earlier. I think there needs to be quite a bit of work during this offseason at Benfica, reevaluating the transfers that they made spending $100 million. And like I said at the beginning of this, um, not really getting the return. But yeah, like I said, I, I mean, I think that this Sporting Braga project is really interesting. Um, I'm, I want to see how it unfolds. Obviously, um, you know, finishing fourth again, like we said, it was a bit of a disappointment. But I think there's a lot of exciting prospects there. Uh, and I'm interested to see it next season. My player, though, um, I won't go into as long of a monologue as uh, you did because <laughs> mine is fairly young and fairly off the radar. Um, but my grandpa is obviously a huge Spartan fan. Uh, we are all sausage um, of Spartan. And he actually has a seat at the stadium and everything. And so he keeps very up to date um, on their academy players. Um, and so I spoke to him uh, last week and he, um, Thiago seemed to be just hitting it off. Thiago Damaj, Thiago Jalo over at Lille. Uh, this is another Thiago, Ferreira. Um, and actually it's funny because this morning when I do my morning uh, record whip around, I actually saw an article about him. So I guess my grandpa was spot on. Um, but he's 19 years old. Uh, apparently Ruben Amorim is going to call him up for preseason. Uh, so this is a player that we could be seeing a lot more of next season. Um, they already set his release clause at 16 mil. So I think this is definitely a player that Sporting values uh, at the highest level. Um, he's represented Portugal at the U15 all the way to the U18 levels. Hasn't been called up to the U21 level quite yet. But again, I think that we're going to see him kind of explode onto the scene over the next two seasons. Um, a really versatile player. Uh, he can play anywhere in the midfield. Um, the record says eight or 10, but I think he's even played at left back. Uh, so again, Thiago Fajeda is someone that I'm going to be uh, watching during this preseason because my grandpa told me so. So yeah. we got to listen to it. Gotta listen to a fool. <laughs> this is this is why we have you on. So you can tell tell me stories about your grandfather about these players who I've never even heard of. Um, yeah, me neither. He teaches me, I mean, every other week he's like, Okay, you gotta keep an eye on this one. And I'm like, yeah. Oh god, here we go. But yeah, it's it's pretty funny because he he told me that last week or ten days ago, and then this morning I log into the record and I'm like, I think my grandfather is a scout for the Portuguese <laughs> soccer association. So it's just funny. 
Um, but yeah, keep an eye on him. Um, a young, exciting player. And I mean, for Ruben Amorim to call him already uh, and him kind of already be on the radar at 19 years old should be should be worth uh, keeping an eye on. We might be the t- only two Americans who have record subscriptions because, uh, but it is, it's a useful. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it as well. It's a useful resource. And uh, yeah, I, I like my record. I mean, you know, it's, it's something that's, it's, it's always, it always keeps you, uh, you know, updated. And entertained. Some of the, some of the stories are, are quite funny to, to read. Absolutely. And, you know, it helps me practice my Portuguese as well. Um, Amazing. Again, working towards that Portuguese citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> we, we shall see. Uh, I'll admit my, my Portuguese is definitely more Brazilian than, uh, than Portugal Portuguese. So I don't know. That's fine. We'll take it. <laughs> Maybe uh, a Deco or a Pepe. I can be that for you guys. Um, Amazing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Or Mateus Pereira, because I don't know, for me, Portugal Portuguese is more like Russian than anything. Like, totally. Totally. I tell that to people all the time because when speaking Portuguese, like whatever on the phone with a relative or something, and I'm with like an American who doesn't know that I'm Portuguese, yeah. like, what language is that? And I'm like, it sounds like Russian, right? Or when Jose Mourinho speaks English, sounds like a Russian speaking English. Like anyone Portuguese straight out of Portugal trying to speak English, Russian. It's, it's amazing, but I understand. Yeah. A lot of people when learning Portuguese, um, especially if you know Spanish, you are always going to lean towards the Brazilian yeah. uh, kind of pronunciation guide. So that's fine. We'll, we'll take it. We'll take you as you are, Isaac. <laughs> it's, it's definitely more like <laughs> musical, the Brazilian version. No offense. Yeah. It's just okay. So- you already pointed out that Spartan lost to Benfica and now you're going <laughs> to you're gonna insult our Portuguese. This is not I, a good way to end the podcast, Zach. This is a terrible way. I, I apologize. I, I love I love Portugal. I really want to go back and just check out some Portuguese games. Honestly, let's see. I'm gonna continue to manifest being potentially getting Portuguese football because you know as much as my Portuguese has improved by watching illegal streams of like footage <laughs> against you. I do think that having an English speaker like yourself or Eric Krakauer uh, would do Portuguese football a lot of good in the States. And who knows, maybe, maybe even more record subscribers than just you and me. Would so love to see it. I, I'm going to continue to manifest it, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Just a quick shout out though, before we end to Vizela who are back, who are in the Primeira and will be playing Primeira football alongside Storil and potentially Aruca, depending on what happens tonight. We'll see what happens. Um, so good to see Vicela playing in Liga Noche next season. Yeah, but anyways, thank you so much, Gabriel, for coming on. This definitely surpassed my expectations, even for somebody as brilliant as yourself. And uh, definitely need to have you on again next season to talk about all the crazy stuff in Portuguese football. Yeah, I'll come back on when uh, Sporting win the Champions League <laughs> and the Liga Noche double next season. How does that sound? <laughs> is that a... Is that a Thiago Tomas and Gonzalo Inacio double against Real Madrid to, to win it in, in Istanbul. <laughs> yeah, a, a Real Madrid side led by Max Allegri uh, <laughs> in Benzema's final season at the club. Yes, oh, no, love it. Don't, don't the article writes that. itself. That's negative energy. I, I need Benzema <laughs> to live out his, his, his dreams. He's already, no, we need Benzema to stay. Um, I know. But, 
We'll see. We, no, actually, as a Portuguese as a Portuguese fan, I am not happy that Benzema was recalled back up to the French national team. <laughs> we'll leave it on that note. Nervous sweating, insert here. <laughs> as a neutral, I, I don't know. I, want, I, I would like to see Portugal go far, but I'm, I got to say, I'm, I'm really happy Benzema's back. Uh, we'll see yeah. what happens, though. I think, like I said, though, I, I think that uh, Portugal are pretty stacked, and I expect them to go far. But yeah, fingers crossed. Thank you so much to everybody for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe and uh, follow us for more Portuguese football content. Yeah, thank you so much once again, Gabrielle. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks, guys.